0: Good, Good morning. Today is fear not Friday, and it's the tenth. It's the tenth of November. Of November. It's almost Thanksgiving. Yes, it is. Woo. Whoop, whoop. And it's the year of our Lord, 2023, and this is Daybreak Live with the methods. smoked turkey, smoked fried turkey.
1: Deep, turkey, deep
0: fried turkey, buttered turkey. Boil them, mash them, put them in a stew. <laughs>
1: time to lift our hearts to Jesus.
0: It's time to break some holy bread. Grab your coffee and your Bible Shalom, shalom, shalom. Melissa, <laughs> Diane, Robert from Kenya, Rich Creole, Kathy, Laura, Peggy. Start with
1: that. Here is Ray. Out of from the hills.
0: Sarah. That's some of the best fiddle playing that you do in that. It's just awesome. I love it. I love, love, love that. Hey, that's one of our new songs, guys. That's one of our new songs.
1: Newish. Newish?
0: Non-release, least. Well, well, that's new, and uh, it, we just got it recorded. Of course, that's a different version. That's the kitchen version. That's a non. With no bass guitar, and no drums. Hardy's can still advertise that their ham-breaded chicken tenders are new. Who? That's right. Hardy's I saw a commercial, and they're not new. They've been out for a while. But they're
1: like, new ham-breaded chicken tenders. And I was like, this has been here for a while. Uh, so that could be our
0: new song for a while. Oh, yes. Well, I, I feel like it's new till it's come out, and right. it's on Spotify and stuff like that. Right. iTunes and Amazon. Okay? So. Which is not there yet. But it's ready to get there. Okay. So, anyway, thank you guys for being here this morning. Good uh, morning. Hey, Charles. Good to see you this morning. Praise the Lord. Um, let's see. What was I going to say? Yeah. So, we're going to jump in and have Bible study for a little bit. And what I thought I would do is maybe save some time here to end for some just questions and answers. You know, any Bible questions and answers or, or questions and answers. You know, and maybe nobody enter- has a question. It might uh, be cool. But I figured if you type it in, I'll come back over here to the chat um, later on at this, of this Bible study, and then we may end with a little Q&A, if y'all would like that. Haven't done any QA and a in a long time. So we have begun. We, we ended Chapter 23 of the Book of Proverbs, and we're starting Chapter 24. And uh, we are moving pretty quickly now because the the form of Proverbs has changed and the Proverbs are now, you, you know, you got many verses together in a Proverb and so it's changed. And so that's causing us to be able to move pretty quickly. And we ended chapter 23 yesterday so 24 1 says this let me jump over here good morning brother will gene brothers um brothers and sisters i don't know if you see will jean's request but he sent me a picture of his mother in the hospital bed and uh she is really really sick and so would you just lift up a prayer for will jean's mama down in haiti matter of fact won't you join with me right now father in the name of Jesus, we lift up Will Jean's mother to you of all of the problems she has, Lord, uh, the sickness that she's battling. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Yeshua, God, we ask you to pull her through, bless her, and help her in Jesus' name. Bring her healing, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And Will Jean, we're going to keep lifting your mama up. We're going to keep lifting your mama up. Okay. So, here we go. 24, 1 and 2 says this. Do not be envious of evil men nor desire to be with them. For their heart devises violence and their lips talk of troublemaking. Stay away from troublemakers. Stay away from troublemakers. Now, we've already read some proverbs that says basically the same thing. You know, the people that are devising evil, get away from those kind of people. They're going to get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. Stay away from them, you know. Yeah. Uh, get out of their midst. Don't go along with it. That's not what God's people needs to do. How do you not be envious of evil men? There's a tem- There's always a temptation to be envious. Um I'm not saying for every one of you guys out there that's on daybreak, but that there, there's a temptation for people to be envious of the wicked because the wicked seems to prosper and they seem to be, you know, uh, have it all, so to speak. How can I not be envious? You know, how can I guard myself against that? And one commentator says, and I just I liked what he said was you know, look at the long, look at the long view, not the short view. The long view, not the short view. If you remember back in chapter 23, it was just this week, we were uh, in verse 18, 23 18, it says, surely there's a hereafter, okay? Don't envy sinners, okay? For surely there is a hereafter. So how do you keep from being envious? Look at the long haul. Look at eternity look at okay even if they live if they live all of their life in pleasure and have everything they could ever want okay you know jesus so life life on earth in this mortal body is it's it's nothing compared to eternity it's it's a snippet i mean your soul will never die Amen. It it goes on and on and on. Like, like uh, one of those uh, uh, one of those things comes out came out. It said, uh, "Don't don't worry about living forever. You're going to live forever. Everybody's going to live forever. Where's your destination going to be?
1: Worry about where you're Uh, going.
0: Where Where are you going to spend eternity? Not. I mean, you're going to be. You're going to spend eternity. Everybody's going to live forever somewhere." this this body is just something we live in you are an entity you're a spirit you live in this in the body that god gave you and that's how you interact with the world around you yes but you are a spirit being you're a person within created okay you're created in god's image and there's eternal uh there's an eternity to that spirit being okay and so that's how we can not be envious as look at the long view. Verse 3 and 4, 24, 3 and 4, Proverbs 24, 3 and 4. Through wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. By knowledge the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. And so, through wisdom a house is built. Now, the Bible the Lord Jesus uh throughout uses physical things to help us understand spiritual things. So physically speaking, when you go to build a house, when I built this house, right? Uh first you had to decide where am I going to build the house. And then you know we dug down because we wanted a basement. We hit solid rock. And we're like, okay, what are we going to do? So yeah,
1: at the time we didn't realize how amazing that
0: was Yeah. So what we did, you know, is ooh Camera shaking, sorry. What we did is we dug down, we hit solid rock, and then we laid our foundation on the solid rock. I didn't realize at the time how spiritual we were building this house, but we laid our foundation on the solid rock and then built up from there. And, you know, it, when you go to build a house, you have to have some wisdom, there's layers. If you don't have a good foundation, the house is not gonna be secure, right? so you got to look at the ground that you're building a house all it is saying is there's wisdom goes into building a house well the same way spiritually speaking and jesus uses this yeshua uses this so i I just want to turn over to the book of matthew right quick and i think about this i think about jesus uses this same kind of parable this thing same thought of building a house for those who listen to his sayings and don't listen to his sayings and i was thinking this morning how often we probably every one of us should probably read matthew chapter 5 6 and 7 right i i don't know that it it, it probably would be a good thing if we if we read matthew chapter 5 6 and 7 every day or listen to it every day well, why would you say that because Jesus says, in verse starting with verse 24, and I'm in Matthew 7, 24, he said, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, not hear these sayings of mine and goes, oh, that's cool, Jesus is pretty smart, but and does them, applies in our life the sayings of the Lord Jesus. Now, why am I going here? This is building your house with wisdom. Okay, that would be, liken unto having a wise master builder come in and build your house. Okay? So he says, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew on that house and it did not fall for it was founded On the rock. So Jesus uses the same kind of teaching of building a house in wisdom. And how do we think about how we think about building a house? And he uses that, spiritually speaking, for our life. And whether we live a life that we do what Jesus says or we hear what Jesus says and we don't do what he says. These are the two differences here. Those who listen to the teachings of Jesus and apply them, and those who listen to the teachings of Jesus and don't apply them. Verse 26. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. It's not on a good good foundation. The rains descended, the floods came, the winds blew. Here comes the storm, and it beats on that house, and it fell. And great was its fall. In both of these teachings, both sides of these teachings, basically the Lord Jesus, Yeshua, is saying, guys, the storm is coming. The storm is going to come in your life. But, Will it cause you to fall or will you stand strong is going to depend upon whether you listen to my teachings and apply them to your life or you listen to my teachings and you don't apply them to your life. I don't know how to say it any better than that. So he's been teaching there, right? And he says, okay, don't just listen to what I'm saying, guys, what Jesus says. You must apply them, or it does you no good. So all the love your enemies, all the don't 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 lay up your treasures here on earth, but lay them up in heaven. You've been talking about all those things. Forgive, you will be forgiven. Okay. So going back to Proverbs, this this is how you build your house in wisdom, and through wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding, it is established. Both physically and spiritually, your house is your life. All right. So, verse 5 and 6, and we'll end here and go to Q&A. So remember, uh, if you've got any questions, and I don't know that I can answer, but I will try, but I don't know why I haven't done that in a long time, and I thought, well, maybe uh, you'd have a question about something, and if I can shed any light on it, I'm willing to, and if I can't, I'll just say, you know, I don't know. That's a good question. So 5 and 6 says this. A wise man is strong. Yes, a man of knowledge increases strength. For by wise counsel, you will wage your own war. And in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. By wise counsel, you will wage your own war. Okay? Again, physical and spiritual, always the physical helps us understand the spiritual it doesn't mean the physical is not there. Physically speaking, it would, it's foolish to go to war without a counsel. You know, and Jesus talks about this in his teachings. You know, he's like, who goes to war doesn't sit down and say, hey, can we go out with this many against that many? It, it, it would be foolish to wage war without taking wise counsel. In the same way, we are in a war. We're in a spiritual war. You, Christian, believer, born again, follower, disciple, you are in a war. And you wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, spiritual wickedness, high places, okay? So a wise person takes wise counsel. So the first aspect of wisdom is not relying on your own wisdom. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. The first aspect of really having some wisdom is that you're wise enough to know I'm not going to rely on my own wisdom, and so I take wise counsel. Wise counsel means I'm going to speak to some other people about this. This is this is why I believe I believe God honors many different forms of church government. I, I, it seems apparent to me. And there's a lot of, there's congregation, you know, there's majority rules, there's pastor, there's, but I believe the, the, the staple that I believe you can get the most support for in the scriptures is an elder ruled church, an elder led church, because the elders are supposed to be the wise ones. I mean, one of the qualifications is he rules and leads his house well, therefore you can look to him to help. Rule the house of God and look over the house of God because he does a good job as at his house, and so this it's an elder rule, elder led congregation, right? I think the same thing is wise. You know, in life too, there's there's people that are part of Daybreak here. Bob is one of them. You know, I have a group of men around me that I talk to about things. I talk to about things for the Nesbitts in making decisions. What do you think I should do about this? And and uh, here's what I'm thinking. What does this sound like to you? You say, why would you do that, Brother Scott? You're, you know, you lead your family. Well, I do lead my family. Lisa and I are one. We're together. Uh, and, you know, we, we lead our family. But I also want wise counsel. Why? Because of verse, the light, part B of verse 6. In the multitude of counselors, there is safety. And so I look. There's people in my life, and I look at their in their life, and it, it's like, okay, there's no doubt you have some wisdom. You must be good at making some decisions, you know. And some are better in these kind of decisions. Others are better in these kind of decisions. Okay. And so I like to talk to them as a group and say, okay, guys, I trust you. Look into my life, because. I think it's wisdom to seek wisdom from other people that look into your life and not go on, go rogue and say, you know, because this, and you say, why? Because trial and error. Hello, as a young man, you know, I make all my decisions. Don't tell me what to do. I don't need to listen to the older men in my life. Right? Just saying, uh, I wouldn't do that. I, I thank you. I think I know what I want. I think I'll make my own decisions. Thank you very much. And they weren't good.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, the prime example we have of that is the king. Come on. When the kingdom was split, and Solomon's son. Yeah, Solomon's son, and he's like listens to his peers. Said, "Hey, guys, you need to like back off and take into consideration the feelings of the people and all this kind of stuff." And he listens to these <laughs> young guys that say, oh, no, you need to show Amen. Bugs. That's right. Make it harder for them. And,
0: Let and, everybody know how strong you and are and how big you play are.
1: Out well, all that testosterone, out of control, <laughs> not a yeah. good place to get
0: it. So, baby, you think testo- testosterone can get us men into trouble oh, is what you're man. saying? Man. So, so, you know, statistically, this is true. Do you know that 15-year-olds and 16-year-olds will listen more to the advice of people their own age that have no more wisdom about life than they do than they will listen to the 40-year-old, right? That's statistically true. And the example you was given of Solomon's son was Mm -hmm. the same thing. He wouldn't listen to the counsel of the wise elders of the land. He listened to his peers. Yeah, and it's
1: amazing. (laughs) The older you get, the smarter you realize those elders were. And you also realize why they were. Amen. You know, because because they have been
0: there, done that. Amen. So let me jump over here and do, let's end today with a little bit of Q&A. Let me see if there's any questions put in here. Uh, let's look here. <laughs> yeah. any? Yeah. You know, at the time, we didn't uh, build our house upon the rock. I didn't know how spiritually good that was. I think, you know, God also showed me how he watches out for me.
1: Amen, Charles. Yes,
0: yes. Okay, well, I don't see any question. Well, hallelujah. Okay. Brother Charles says, I think I can throw this on the board. Do you suppose the reason our national house is in such bad shape may be to some degree... Because we have a generation that has listened to the teachings of Christ, but have not done them. Amen. I couldn't say it any better. <laughs> Just absolutely. Absolutely. Matter of fact, that's the problem the church is in now. We've The church has become very nominal. And I say that with love in my heart. That is to say, Christianity has just become another form of religion to where people say yes, and they go to church. But uh, it's been my experience pastoring now for a while in viewing, and even in looking in my life also to some degree, that we're much more apt to say, boy, Jesus is very smart. He ha- he said some really good things, but but we don't apply them to our life. And And I think if you look at the church, you'd see... Churches don't apply them, right? We we hear them, we read them, we have Bible studies, and we sit around in a group and talk about what did Jesus mean by this, and everybody says, yeah, that's what he meant, yeah, that's, and then we walk out the door, and we don't apply them to our life. So absolutely, absolutely. Did you see any more questions, Mom? I don't see any more. All right. Well, praise the Lord. I love you guys. Oh, rebellious teenager repents, does stuff again and repents also again. How do I deal with that? Uh, Wow. mm -hmm. Pray more fervently.
1: Yeah, because by the time they're teenagers, they're pretty. Yeah. I mean, how old are we talking?
0: Yeah. uh, Some of this has to do with how old and how set they are in their ways. But you lead them. Uh, you guide them, you teach them and, uh, you have to listen to the Holy Spirit of where the time, like uh, there, there's been times it's, it's, there, there comes a time where you say, okay, we're not, we're not going down that road again right. and you have to have wisdom. This is another thing. Those around you. Okay. Those look for some wise counsel from those around you that knows the teenager knows you seek out some godly wisdom counsel from people in your life that's around you, that you know that loves you, you know, and loves the teenager and uh, encourage and and you pray and but here's what the Bible says, is though a righteous man falls seven times, right? You know, when we fall, we get up and we dust ourselves off and God forgives us. And, and there we must have some mercy and some grace because the Lord has forgiven us so very much. I'm sorry. My phone is going off. So I don't know if that answers your question. Uh, I would say look for, uh, you know, people that love you and know you and know the kid because you can't just... Yeah by yourself, that is hard, right? No dad in the picture. That is right. And that's where a congregation comes in, good godly congregation to be a part of so that there's older men, even though there's not a dad in the picture. The Bible talks about the assembly, the church, So the older women are mothers of the congregation. The older men are fathers of the congregation. The younger men and girls are like brothers and sisters. And that's why... It's really good to have that connection in an assembly of believers so that you've got older uh, dads, so to speak, that can speak into the teenager's life. So I'll be praying for you about that. That is good. That is good. All right. Well, be blessed. Thank you for all of your love and support and blessings. And God bless you and be with you. I want to say Shabbat Shalom to all of you. And uh, let's say the Lord's Prayer, and we'll get off here. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen Amen. and amen. All right. Love you guys. Be blessed.
1: If you're in East Tennessee, come
0: by and see us. Oh, yeah. We'll be at Olive Tree Messianic Fellowship tomorrow in East Tennessee. All right. I think think the service will start at 10 10 a.m. And it will be live. All All right. Bye.